The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, live with you every morning, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. This is Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince, where we talk about all of the news circulating the interwebs in the morning before we start our days. We we convene here. We have our coffee together, so get your hot drinks, get ready to wake up if you haven't already, and uh, let's get into it. Of course... As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and partner in truth, Andrea. Andrea, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I am pretty well. I'm a little itchy. I have mosquito bites everywhere from watching fireworks and barbecuing. And it was a good time, minus the little mosquitoes that, oh, you know, spawns from Satan. I, I think they flew up from hell to torment all of us. And, uh, yeah. so, and yeah, partner in I truth. Well. It's uh, had a pretty good Fourth of July, so yay for that! I hope everybody out there had a wonderful Fourth of July as well. Yeah, I hope you all had a wonderful Fourth of July. We enjoyed a much-needed long weekend. What a treat that was! Um, definitely enjoyed it myself. Did a lot of stuff. Got a lot done as well. Just all those things that you just seem can't seem not to be able to get done during the week happened to get looked at over the weekend which is always nice and of course celebrated independence day 
all of that fun stuff. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, really quick, I do want to mention all of the terrible things that happened over the weekend. Multiple yes. shootings, all of these kinds of things. Um, I just want to give it a mention in the beginning and say that uh, anybody that's been affected, our hearts are with you and we're sincerely sorry that this stuff is going on. I think um, I don't want to focus on all the details and all the names and all the pictures of these people because I don't want to glorify them in any way or give them any of our energy than we've already given to it over the weekend. If you guys want to go look into it, that's fine. Personally, I want to focus on the positive things in life. I think that all of this media that we look at, all of this news that comes across our desks and across our phones, all these various apps, even the everyday conversations that come from these things is highly manipulated yeah. to make people think a certain way. And yeah. I think this, a lot of people are talking about MK Ultra and how, um, one of these, one of the shooters over the weekend was a self-proclaimed victim of MK Ultra, and all these things are coming out. And it's just, I, I don't say this is not the case. I don't say it is the case because really, I don't know. But if it is something like MK Ultra, I think that it is a bigger problem than just somebody being targeted, one person individually being targeted as a project. I think it is a global project it is a thing where everybody can be anybody can be a victim of this type of brainwashing and take action on it so and i, I think, think a lot of it i think a lot of it has to do with the gun gun grab agenda that they're after yeah um we already know that the democrats are pissed that they didn't get the gun legislation that they wanted from republicans even though a lot of republicans caved and went rhino on us which we already knew um but they they're trying to push and they're going to keep pushing until they are successful in their agenda now i don't think that they ever will be but that doesn't mean that they're gonna they're gonna stop pushing until they are right yeah it's um, an ugly battle it's yeah. really causing a lot of division and everything and we see this fakeness across every single facet of news that comes out whether it be mm -hmm. science, of course, science, yeah. um, health, U.S. news, world news, international relations, the status of the war in Ukraine is just absolute utter nonsense. He said, she said, nobody knows ex really what's going on. And that's really a scary thing. We'll talk about more when we get into the world of news. But the fakeness what? of the news today is mm -hmm. just astounding. I Or not just today, but I'm just really marveling in that fact today of the state of our media and of journalism. Real journalism is censored on Twitter. Real journalism is censored on Facebook and YouTube. This is like all we got, all these decentralized channels and all these individuals that are just fed up coming out and standing up and you guys listening to all them and helping spread the word to everybody you know. So that's what we do here. That's what we're about. We try to keep it light, try to keep it positive. I don't think sharing these radical killers information more than we need to is helping the situation i did want to mention it just so you guys know we are aware of a lot of stuff that's going on and there's a lot of interesting facets to that um i think i'll save that if josh wants to cover it later this week i'll leave, give him that opportunity to otherwise i'm already over it right i think that a lot of this is and this is kind of my only other point in this is that a lot of the stuff that's happening is meant to elicit an emotional response to keep people's emotions in turmoil 
And when your emotions are in turmoil, you can't think straight and you can't discern the truth. You're just in this emotional, oh my gosh, all of these people. And it, it is tragic, right? But they perpetrate this tragedy to elicit an emotional response. And you've got to, I, I kind of go back to the th- same thing. You know, when I see stuff like this, I, I put a time limit on my grief or on my emotional response to it. And I say, I'm not, I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to put any more energy into it. And I'm not going to dwell on it. You know, um, as harsh as it kind of sounds, it's not, it's not my catastrophe to deal with long-term. Um, it affects all of us. Oh, you're muted, Vince. Sorry. It, it's you. a tragedy for our nation and for what our people are going through. But that's why I put a time limit on it. Yeah. Because it's not my, it's not my own personal tragedy. I Obviously, like that. If it was, it was, it would be different. But if, if something happened and I had a family member die, I wouldn't expect Vince to grieve for months over the loss of my family member. That's for me to do. I like your policy. Um, and I kind of, I guess, kind of live by that same kind of thing. And I, I like that you're able to put it into words and express uh, exactly what your uh, thoughts are when you go, th- when you see these things happening around the world and in the U.S. specifically. It could happen to anybody. And I think that personally, I work hard in minimizing my chances of being stuck in a shitty situation like that. You won't find me at a parade. You won't find me in a high-risk Democrat city, highly populated area, um, especially without being armed if it's allowed lawfully. No, I'm not putting myself in any situations like that. And I'm not going to suffer because... These things are happening. I'm going to focus on positivity, making my stuff go in the right direction, and moving forward. Yeah. You know, focus we can't on the change that you can make. Yeah, we can't stop and have every little bad thing in the world knock us down. We got to keep forging forward. All of us are on the right page. We're over the target. We know what the hell's going on. We see right past the facade. We're sick of the BS, and we're going to keep doing what we do best. And. Yep. We're changing things for the better. This is a sick society. This is a mental health crisis. It is perpetrated by the media. It's perpetrated by the things we consume. And we're going to work to change that. We're not dumb. We know what's happening. We know what's causing it. Uh, We know they're destroying communities at the fundamental levels. So this is the problem. I think that is the root of all these problems, especially when it comes to these social issues and mass shootings and psychosis and sickness so that's what we got to focus on our communities our families each other and this type of thing yeah 100%. um i didn't even know i was going to do that rant but i guess today's a ranty day <laughs> right. it's, it's tuesday I mean, it was like wasn't even in our, in our notes <laughs> going off script <laughs> we don't really have a script <laughs> no we don't usually have a script we have we have a, a, a notes of the like the stories we're going to cover like that's the extent of what we have <laughs> yeah. we just read and we come together and we figure it out yeah. um we don't have a creepy agenda like the the others no. like fake news Exactly. Uh, but we do have a lot. We look at the fake news to try to, to, to try to interpret what the heck's going on. Uh, I think we've got a pretty good idea of what's happening around here. Um, I guess let's jump into it. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. A little bit of financial, uh, the financial stuff. We've got this week a few things happening. Uh, Wednesday we have the Fed minutes coming out, job openings data, ISM data. Trade balance, 
a couple of Fed speakers. So that's just all the data we expect this week. And just like when data comes out, it's always, is it positive? Is it negative? What's the market's reaction? This kind of thing. So we're going to see a little bit of that this week. Also, uh, internationally, there's a big meeting with Italy to address their bond situation. Uh, they're not doing too hot. So we're going to see some news dropping with that. I'm sure what's happening with Italy and their bonds. Uh, one big story that happened in the financial world in China, Shimao Group did not pay and defaulted on a $1 billion loan payment. This is important because this is um, the first time that this has occurred in China since this whole debacle has began. So this is a big moment where there's a default in China after the forced default in Russia where they paid, but then the banks wouldn't distribute the money or something along those lines. So, so is the, the default in China similar to that or did they actually literally they didn't default? Pay. Okay. I wonder how much of that has to do with their forced lockdowns, their COVID lockdowns and stuff where they had people yeah. in their, I mean, literally people locked in their houses. There was nothing. The economy completely shut down. No businesses were open. And you know, how much does that really affect your economy and your ability to pay your debts as a country? If you have no revenue. Yeah. Apparently that may be a big part of what's going on. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet that. I have no idea though. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a, financial yeah, guru it was just a guess yeah well, it's a very 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 good guess yeah probably right um oh stock market yeah i was just seeing i saw that chat happening thank you for monitoring you're welcome i'm trying you're the best yeah <laughs> let's look at the charts real quick for the day what the heck is going on just a quick glance let me give it a refresh Oh, not good. The S&P 500 that is down. Is yeah, 1.77%. Dow is down almost 2%. NASDAQ almost 1%. Gold, oh my gosh. Holy cow, it dropped below 1,800. We talked <laughs> about this on Friday, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. We it, talked about gold dropping below 1,800. Yeah, it, it briefly dipped below 1,800 on Friday, and then it went back up, and I said, well, if it dips down below that mark again... We'll see what happens. There it is. Uh, That's no, a whole lot of red, isn't it? Yeah. So this is a one-month chart. Gold. Oh, my gosh. 1765. This Ooh. is really unusual because with the rest of the stock market, stock market dropping, you would expect to see gold and silver go up. But we're seeing the opposite of that happen. Oh, my so, gosh. Well, maybe it's going to go on sale before right? uh, it absolutely skyrockets. I think it's just my thoughts. Yeah, it's hard to say. They're trying to. I think they're trying to chase people out of your physical commodities. Wow, like gold and silver. It's approaching 2021 levels. Yeah. Holy mackerel! That's wild. Yeah, um, it really surprises me to see that. Like the stock market, not so much. Gold, that's a little surprising. Look at oil. Oil dipped down $99.21. Not that you're seeing it reflected at the pump too much, but then right, you've got other factors in there. This is just simply crude oil in barrels, unprocessed and unrefined. So Lowest levels in a couple months. And these would be prices that you're seeing... These prices will be reflected several months from now, once all of this is 
Oh my gosh, time to buy silver, y'all. $19.13. Come on, let's go. Um, Bitcoin, 19427 Everything is in the red. Everything. Absolutely absurd. It makes you wonder if this is the beginning of the crash, right? Yes. Not a lot of stuff that's positive right now in the financial world. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. This isn't. I think it is. This is something. There could be. There are things called flash crashes where things go crazy all at once. But I think overall, this is going to be a slow, drawn out thing of. Well, and we're seeing that it. consistent drop. Yes, right? we're this... seeing that consistent downtrend as far as these charts yeah. and stuff go, and the prices of things. And um... yeah, especially just how Josh explained it. Up, down, down, up, down, down, up, down, 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 up, down, 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 down. It's like taking one step and forward and two steps back, and you're yeah. just going to consistently go backwards. And there so. could be that drop-off point where it goes kaput and things have to be reordered. The new world yeah. order includes the monetary system, and they want some creepy stuff there, don't they? Yeah. And of course, I think it's going to keep going down, 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 and people are going to be used to this downward trend, and they're like, "Oh, we're in a recession," and then the bottom is going to fall out of everything. This is a freaking yeah. We're in a we're in a slight recession. Oh fuck! Just kidding. Yeah. This is a depression. This is worse than a depression. This is historical. This is because we know that their agenda is to cause as much pain as possible. I mean, that's that's what they're doing. That's why you're seeing the false flag events that are occurring. This is why you're seeing the crisis on the border. This is why you're seeing the crisis in the food manufacturing industry. Um, They want to cause as much pain as possible. And this is just another tool that they have at their disposal. But that doesn't mean that you can't position yourself to benefit from this and buying things like gold and silver silver, and investing in cryptocurrencies Mm. um, and doing some of those things and investing your money wisely is and even investing in property because you yes. know the value of property is also going to drop it is dropping um, yeah it is dropping and it's going to keep dropping um and and being wise about how and when you buy um i think you, you're able to if you play your cards right then you're going to be able to position yourself to win in the end, you know, and, but you have to be able to play their game, right? And you have to know what their plans are and know what to look for to to do to position yourself and diversify your portfolio. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. And it's tough. You have to know, you have to sort of take risks and do things. I mean, I think a lot of us in hindsight look back at the last four years and think, fuck, I could have bought, I could have bought a couple lots. I could have, you know, did bought a house, bought this house or that house or made these investments and probably tripled my money by, right. the, oh, you know, 2021. Exactly. It's like in hindsight. Yes. But yeah. now at the house prices of 2009 or 2010, right. when you have houses that are now selling for $400,000 that we're selling for like seventy, eighty thousand, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. And so now, with things going back down to these levels that are just less than what they should, is an opportunity to start buying into things like silver and gold, and buy property if you're able to. 
Um, all these things, it's not going to feel right at the moment. It never does. You're always like, this is risky. I'm going to lose all my money, all this and that. But uh, without taking risks, you never have the rewards. So uh, everybody try to play their cards right. I don't know what the heck to do. I'm just your average Joe trying to figure things out don't myself, invest but... in debt i'll tell you that <laughs> you know, if, if you're if you're able to and i know that some people do stay away from those credit cards stay away from financing things sure um and you know if you can pay cash for it pay cash for it because yes. your money's you know don't hold a lot of cash yeah. on hand or keep a lot of cash because the value of the dollar is decreasing daily and well, i think it's actually starting to go up a little bit nowadays which isn't good. Well, no, because say. they're just going to keep printing more money. And yes, the more money exactly. they print, the more value your money loses. Uh, and a big part of us having a strong dollar, in quotes, I don't think the dollar is going to make it. The strong dollar hurts the bottom line for companies affecting earnings and overall the economy does shittier. So that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean a good thing. And Donald Trump even said it. He said, we need a weak dollar. We had a weaker dollar. And companies, especially uh, overseas, were thriving because of it. Now... It's a whole different story yep. with uh, the buffoon in chief stolen elector guy. Yeah. Um, oh, I had a point I was going to make. Oh, if you are like, Vince, I'm poor. I can't buy property. I can't buy gold. You know, save up, buy a little bit of silver. Save up, buy some salt. Save up, buy some water filters. Save up, yeah. spend an extra couple bucks on some long-term food when you go to the grocery store. These little yeah. things help you exponentially compared to the other people who are also poor around you a little bit goes a long way so there's there's something anybody could do in order to uh put yourself in a good position for any future that we have which looks bleak let's be honest value in a lot of things you know even knowledge if you literally have no money you're like i can't afford to buy anything you're like i have no extra money any month then start arming yourself with information because you know what if you have a skill or you have knowledge that somebody can use, that can translate to dollars. They're like, well, I don't know how to do this. You're like, oh, well, I do. Yeah. They're like, well, can you show me? Well, yeah. How much is it worth to you? Exactly. Be be a useful asset. Know how mm-hmm. to do things. Yep. Buy books. Print stuff off the internet if you don't want to buy books. A lot of stuff, information on the internet. You pay for your internet. You might as well get your money out of it. Print yep. that shit out. Put it, print it out, protect it. There's a lot of great information out there. Uh, this is just our this is our preparation segment for today. That's all I have for finance. Oh no, I was gonna say one more thing. All of these mainstream media folk. Look, I say I don't know what I'm talking about, but I guarantee you, I have better information than these fake news finance people. Morgan Stanley says U.S. growth slowdown was worse than expected. We've been saying that all along. Wow. <laughs> He's, oh, I almost called him a, a very offensive word. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. You were going to say the R word. <laughs> they like it when I say it. <laughs> so retarded. Yeah, the word right, ridiculous. Uh, that headline know. is just... It, it's, well, this is the level of... They think we're stupid. They think that they can fool us. And you know what? All we have to do is just not fall for their games. Mm-hmm. We're we're smarter than that. We don't have to fall for this this bullshit. They should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed of themselves. 
they obviously do not know the level of intelligence that our audience has. Yeah, what a slap to the face. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Sure. Holy crap. Oh, that was 20 minutes of our show. That was, that was good. <laughs> okay, it was um, nice seeing everybody today. <laughs> Back tomorrow. I have a fire within me. I'm I'm just this world we live in is Wonderland and Well I'm, they're stealing our wealth and it should piss everybody off. Absolutely. I'm just like trying to do my thing, get out of Dodge. Yep. Get my shit together. Oh my god, life is hard, I tell you what, but yes, gotta keep on pushing. I hope y'all aren't too hungover and all that from the holiday and we're not being too loud for your morning. I know a lot of you stayed up late launching fireworks and drinking and partying and having fun, but uh, it's Tuesday. We got we to gotta get the show on the road. We got a big week ahead of us. It's not Tuesday. It's only Monday. Come on, let's face it. <laughs> it feels like Monday. <laughs> uh, what do you say we jump into the little bit of U.S. news? I um, this, this first opinion piece... I, I just want to give it an honorable mention real quick. I looks like I deleted the link on accident, but oh, do you I, want me to just kind of do it? Oh uh, no, I just want to mention it. You got it. Yeah, okay. an opinion piece came out that uh, this is the title. Now more than ever, Democrats need Hillary Clinton. And in there, they talk about nobody likes Joe Biden. We all know he stole the election. Nobody likes on her knees Kamala Kamala uh, Harris. Nobody likes any Democrats, really, because they're all corrupt and evil and... They're uh, communists. Communist, communist Nazi sympathizers with a creepy global agenda, and they are murdering people with a genocide uh, agenda. That So much so that Hillary Clinton is the best choice for them now. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's all. I just thought it was ridiculous. I was like, really? This is what they're putting out there? How sad. Well, she's like trying to bring them, you know, slightly back to center, and they're like, "Nope, we're not having it." <laughs> That's why they say this. <laughs> like, you did this to us. We're radical. This now. is your fault. You didn't win in 2016, and now we got to go full commie. We can't go partial. <laughs> what a sad state of affairs that is. Right. Ugh. All right, you could take it there's, away. There's, there's nothing that would ever make Hillary Clinton be the person that's desirable for she, She's a demon. She smells like sulfur. She is. I'm sure she does. <laughs> okay, I don't want to think about that anymore. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> Andrea insists. Lincoln to meet with Chinese foreign minister at G20 this week. <laughs> so the uh, Secretary of State and Foreign Minister Wang Yi will speak face-to-face as the U.S. seeks to dissuade Beijing from deepening ties with Moscow. Moscow. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken will meet with Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi this week in Bali on the sidelines of a gathering of ministers representing the world's 20 largest economies, according to senior State Department officials. Uh, Blinken's meeting with Wang, their first face-to-face since last October, comes as the Biden administration seeks to dissuade Beijing from deepening, deepening its ties to Moscow, and U.S. officials weigh lifting tariffs on China to ease inflation. Um, it says U.S. officials said they hoped the meeting could bring added stability to the U.S.-China relationship as tensions over the fate of Taiwan raised concerns about an unintentional military escalation between the two powers. So lots going on uh, between the China and U.S. Of course, we know that the Biden administration um, and their America last agenda will, you know, most likely ease those tariffs, 
They're trying to do what's best for China, not for the U.S. It does nothing for us here at home. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just more another example of Biden's the Biden regime's uh, America lost policies. I think they're meeting. I think China's divided. I do too. And they're gonna meet. I really do too. They're gonna try to get help from their evil Chinese head of the Hydra and try to get the rest of China to snap into line, which means stop cooperating with Russia. Stop with your own agenda. We are the New World Order. And hey, there's a place for you in the New World Order. Come on, China. Russia told you, you that. You to rule the world. Yeah. What the yeah, Trump... I don't... What did Trump tell you? Tell us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, I don't think that they're going to win. I don't think that that's going to happen. I think that China is still fully on board with cooperating with Russia and that uh, Russia and China have a good working relationship with one another. So I think you know, so, I too. I don't think it matters what they do at this point. China is not going to like China's going to be like, OK, go ahead. Lift the tariffs. Thank you. <laughs> I think there's a part of China that's deeply corrupt. Yes. And pushing this new world order, though. And then there's another oh, yeah. part that that's is great. responsible for this cooperation with Russia. I think they're playing both sides of the table. They are. Yeah. Well, they have to in, in a way. I mean, they don't want things to escalate and especially with their economy hurting, you know, China's got to do what's best for China. Yes. And if that means um, playing the U S's stupid little games and they're going to play those games to get the tariffs listed, lifted so that uh, it's better financially for them. I mean, it's, it's a good business move, honestly. Yeah. I wonder what Blinken's going to say. I mean, it's all just corrupt politics. So, I don't know. We might see some news come out of this. Uh, like you said, uh, you very well, be, very well may be right. We're going to start having some uh, common ground with China, probably as it comes to the financial realm of things. Yeah. And trade war. Yep. They're going to shit all over what Trump put in place to make America great. Well, the truth of the matter is, is we're not producing anything and we're not exporting really much of anything. Uh, except for oil, which we need, so you know, we're exporting it's, our it's, reserve storage. Storage. Ugh. Gosh. Crazy world. It is absolutely insane. Shall we move on? We shall. NPR, one of the worst propaganda machines out there, says, puts this article out there. Election deniers have taken their fraud theories on tour to nearly every state. Apparently, <laughs> NPR is like an, an intelligence gathering. It stands for National now. Public Radio. But here, look at this. Look what they have done here. Um, they talk about Seth Keschel and his uh, things that he does. Election deniers spread misinformation at hundreds of grassroots events after January 6th. And they talk about Mike Lindell, Douglas Frank, David Clements, Seth Keschel. They plotted every single city that they spoke in since then and put this out. And they basically shit all over what they're saying. These election deniers and this and that. They said this and they said that. And they're brainwashing people. And Get the fuck out of here. You know, I, it, it's interesting when you look at this or an article like this. If their agenda was going as planned. Yes. <laughs> then they wouldn't need to put 
an article out this like a propaganda hit piece without any facts exactly and so what you run into is we the good guys we must be making some difference they hate it they hate it so much to come out like this right because they're they're doing so i i think it's actually good news when you see hit pieces like this because it does mean that we're kind of over the mark yeah, and, and no one... that we're accomplishing something with spreading the truth and getting the facts and stuff out there. And people are looking at this and going, well, this isn't what the mainstream media said. Where's yeah. the facts from the mainstream media? They're just throwing out, you know, information from unknown sources right. or anonymous sources. <laughs> yeah. So people yeah. are, I think, starting to wake up to the bullshit Some people. that is this. Other people, though, they put their mask on, they read this article in their newspaper, and they... That's their like, ammunition. Their NPR said that the election information is conspiracy theory. Put your tinfoil hat on. Stupid yeah. idiot. Don't come any closer. No mask. Right. Um, so there are some of that. And it's sad to me that the fake news is still doing this stuff. This is This should be illegal. But uh, thanks to Obama, it's not. Uh, so this is what we have to deal with. But luckily, some people see anything by NPR and they say, oh, fake news. And then they go mm-hmm. and see what they're saying. So that's good. When yeah. you hear somebody say NPR said, you should just say, oh, fake news said what? And then let them continue. You got to call this stuff out. Right. Because it's just getting, it's ridiculous. It's it's totally, totally ridiculous. Come yeah. on. It's about as legitimate as Sesame Street. Right. <laughs> Rest in peace, Elmo. Right. <laughs> May God be with you. <laughs> all right, that's all. That's all. That's all we have. I have to say on that. What a disgrace, NPR. Yeah. Um, do you want to just do a, maybe a mention of what we have next? I don't think the article's working. Yeah. We've got. Um, oh wait, is it the Iran, Russia, and Turkey? Oh, uh, it's the Spotify one. Oh, I can't even, I don't even have that link. That's okay. So I'll just mention it. Go ahead. Yep. Three artists, uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, returned to Spotify months after the boycott. And this was just the political stunt that all these musicians did because of uh, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, and they're trying to slide in under the radar and hope yeah. that nobody notices. But they're, oh, here we are again. Nobody cared they left, so they're quietly re-entering the thing. <laughs> right. what, what they're and failed. probably nobody will listen to them still. They'll force it. They'll force it into some playlists to get them some listens. But nobody gives a shit. Oh, my God. How ridiculous it's is like that? Like, you want to cancel yourself? Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these woke losers trying to stay relevant. All that right. was so dumb. <laughs> yeah, so ridiculous. What failures. Yeah, what a failure. You couldn't even <laughs> properly cancel yourself. Come on. I'm not. How retarded do you have to be to not be able to cancel yourself? Come Jeez. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I bet their agents are like, come on, you need They're to like, get back you, on you there. you got to get back on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like we can't get, we can't get anything for you. Like no one's listening to your music anymore. <laughs> get back on Spotify, please. I need to Push stay here. Push yourself onto some kind of playlist. <laughs> you owe oh me money. <laughs> what losers? 
They really are. Go woke, go broke. Yeah. Disgraceful. My God. All right. <laughs> okay, now we can... Let's go into the world news. There's some interesting things happening here and there. All right. Yeah. The first thing we got is Iran, Russia, and Turkey will joint car production report. What is Yes. This? So automobile industry officials from Iran, Russia, and Turkey are considering joint car design and manufacture after sanctions on Moscow and Tehran put the brakes on production, Iran state media reported. There's a great possibility of a tripartite cooperation between car manufacturers and suppliers of the three countries. Um, this is interesting. So, you know, you see Russia um, joining forces with other countries to, you know, do what's best for them and the people of their countries. And, you know, isn't it interesting that you see them working more with Turkey, who um, is the one that's kind of crying the loudest as far as the Finland and Sweden uh, NATO bid goes, because they mm-hmm. were against those countries putting in their application and then they finally caved right and everybody was like oh my gosh and everybody just kind of assumes it's a foregone conclusion that finland and sweden are going to join nato yeah they're like oh they figured it out it's like it's not not done yet that's not exactly how this works yeah they basically what they agreed to was let them put their application in that does not mean that they are now automatically part of nato they still have to go through the approval process and Anything could happen. I believe you have to have a hundred percent. It's got to be a consensus vote in order True. to let these countries in. This is so my understanding if, as well. If Turkey says no, then Finland and Sweden are not joining NATO. So at this point, they've only applied to join NATO. Yeah, it's quickly. And it is interesting too that I that Iran is working with Russia because. Obviously, Biden's trying to get oil from the Middle East, and Iran is not a U.S.-friendly country. So Definitely not. Um, we see some things kind of heating up in that area, which I find yeah. very interesting. For sure. Um, the status... Uh, all of this is quickly uh, um, developing, so... Just so you guys know. We'll see what happens soon. Uh, This seemed like... This seemed like bad news for Russia. Um, The validity validity and everything of what's going on here, I don't know. Ukraine says it raised the national flag again on Snake Island. Previously, Russia had taken over Snake Island, and then Russia said something along the lines of like we don't want it anymore it's not that important to us it's not really worth it so they left and then now ukraine says that it's taken it back over maybe just a nothing burger to me it seems like something bad for russia i don't know is it a big story what do you think i don't i don't really you know i would say that i think that when russia got there they expected to find something they probably didn't find and they're like "Eh, there's nothing of any benefit here to us and I think Ukraine is using that to their benefit to make it look like they're winning a war against Russia. Possibly. That to me, it seems like a propaganda piece um, on Ukraine's behalf. Of, we're finally able to raise the flag again. We're regaining territory because that's what the appearance that it gives, right? Is that there is that this war is 
something that is continual, like they've been fighting the Russians over this, and it really doesn't seem to be the case. Right. I, um, I think that Russia was like... Eesh. I think the U- Ukraine might go in and try to put some kind of strategic armaments there, or arms, or personnel, or weaponry, who knows. But It could also that, be a trap. It could be a trap. I mean, who knows? I'm yeah. speculating, obviously, at totally. this point, but... Who Who's to say that Russia didn't go in there and do something while it was under their control, and then they're like, "Yeah, it's not really that important." And then Ukraine's like, "Oh, it's ours again!" And they're, they're like, "They they they get off their ships and they're like, oh no, quicksand! Damn you, Putin!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? No, it's hard to say. I think though, whatever's going on, it's absolute propaganda-ridden baloney. So we do our we do our best to figure out what's going on. We're not. Ukraine sympathizers, we're not Russia sympathizers. We are truth lovers. We want to know the truth. So we're looking at this, we're looking at that, and we're doing our best to deduce what the heck's going on. If you guys have different opinions, if you have more information on what the heck's going on, please go over to Rumble, leave some comments or uh, live comments during our live stream on DLive and Pilled. And we're not on Facebook today. I'm sorry, guys, for the uh, disconnect there. Typically, we are. Also, if you want to contact us directly or participate in our free social network, you can join www.socialredpill.com and participate in that. Uh, absolutely packed with posts over the weekend, hundreds and hundreds of posts. Good stuff. Um, definitely go there and check it out. You could share memes. You could share recipes. You could share books. You could share news. You could share gardening tips, your personal updates on what's going on, everything. It's just a normal social network. So come check it out. Joshua Reed is there as well. We all are there all the time. It's one of our favorite sites. Free to join, socialredpill.com. Let us know what you think is going on, and we can have conversations there and figure it out and have a good old grand time with the Red Pill family. Um, while you're there, if you do want to support decentralized news and media, you can pick up a subscription and support us through that if you feel the need. And we greatly appreciate that. Without you guys, we would not be able to continue doing this. So thank you all of the Red Pill family supporters out there who donate or who have subscriptions or use our sponsors or share and like our content and comment and all these kinds of things uh, help as well. So thank you all so much. We couldn't do it without you and your support. I agree. Okay. <clears throat> Rant over. <laughs> I have to say it. We want we want uh we want you on the app. Say hello. <clears throat> and there are perks to having the memberships, you know, you get mm-hmm. in some of them you get into the Zooms, some of them you get access to shows that aren't posted um on regular channels and you know you get exclusive access to some of the other material that we offer and so there's definitely benefits we have you know crypto class and um yeah it's a fun time 100 percent. one of my favorite places to go on the interwebs i'm addicted to that and it's thing. not censored there no you know you can post anything you can share your opinions you can share your beliefs and um you're never going to be censored you know yeah, and it's good for desktop usage or an application on your phone, so you could take it on the go. Good stuff. Yeah. And we set up, we send notifications on there too for our show, so 
you know when we're going live, you know what's happening with our schedules, you know we had a long day, long weekend or whatever may happen. You're not, you know, you're uh, up to speed on what's going on. Everything red pill. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Um, Next on the list. Yeah. It's... Go ahead. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I've got it. Go ahead. Oh, whoops. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, shoot. What did I just do? Okay. Putin orders Russian troops to fight on after key Ukraine city was taken. So President Vladimir Putin on Monday ordered Russian troops to press their offensive deeper into the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine after Moscow's forces seized the strategic city of Shansk. Mm. With the war now well into its fifth month after Russia's invasion of Ukraine on February 24th, governments and organizations gathered for a conference in Switzerland to launch a plan to rebuild the country even as the conflict shows no signs of abating. Uh, the loss of Lyshenk over the weekend prompted Ukrainian pres President Vladimir Zelensky to step up calls for an increased supply of weapons from the West so Kiev can keep up the resistance and regain lost territories. This is somewhat misleading in the fact that it says so they can keep up the resistance. Um, I don't think they've been keeping up the resistance at all. They um, All of the weapons that have been sent to Ukraine from the U.S. and other countries um, are getting blown up by the Russians. Then they're not even making it to their destination. So sometimes, <laughs> yeah, that's, in my opinion, case. a little bit misleading because <laughs> they're not um, keeping up any resistance. Yeah, and then we see stories as well. Let me just look ahead real quick. What do we have coming up? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. But there's a lot of stories coming out that have numbers in them. Ukraine lost X amount of people. Russia lost 10 times as many and all this stuff. It's like, what it's the fuck? Yeah. How, it, it seems like bullshit on every number they put out seems like bullshit to me. And the way that they're reporting on this war concerns me because I see this fakeness in our media as well, obviously, like I mentioned. And if this becomes a larger scale conflict where the U.S. gets involved and Europe gets involved more, think about the shitty propaganda that we're going to be fed. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, two Americans were killed and seven million Russians were killed. Meanwhile, they're all retreating and who knows what is actually going on. You know what I mean? It's just bullshit. It, it's a good chance that it, it is going to um, escalate to that point, I think, in the future. I think the plans are already been made for it. Um, not that we're hearing much about it, but I do think that um, we're starting to see the change in narrative a little bit to where um, this could become more of a kinetic war for us where we have boots on the ground in Ukraine or at least in other parts of Europe there. Maybe. Um, Biden is already planning on sending troops to the borders, to the border mm. states and stuff for Our security. Oh, border yeah. states. Right. In the U.S. No, I, I'm border countries. I guess they're not. Uh, yeah. Border countries. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm like, okay. I'm not quite awake yet. I meant countries. I said states. I meant countries. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, Sorry. definitely increasing presence over there in Europe. But it's I don't think anybody really wants to be the target of of Russia and China yeah. and whoever else. I think that it's kind of like right now 
slowly developing because uh, it's war is never something that happens quickly like wars take years and there's going to be big chunks of time where you really don't hear much about it yeah so it's not something that you know you don't go in there and do what you're going to do and you're out in six months yeah. You know, this is the very beginning of this. And of course, we're going to see an escalation. You're going to see more things develop. And as time goes on, I think this is something that when we look at it, we have to expect that we're looking at something that's going to be years. Yeah. Um, in the process. Definitely. What I wanted to say was I don't think any country is going to volunteer to be the ones to step up to Russia because immediately they'll be a target. And it's going to be a nasty war, and nobody actually wants to get attacked. It's not yeah. good. So uh, that's just one point I wanted to make. Um, hopefully it doesn't escalate like that, but it's not looking too good. Nope, it sure isn't. We saw something interesting happen. Sorry about that. Just a little countdown for you guys. Wake you up. <laughs> European Parliament overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly ratifies landmark tech laws. The European Parliament on Tuesday ratified landmark laws that will more closely regulate big tech to curb illegal content online as the EU seeks to bring order to the Internet Wild West. MEPs approved the final versions of the Digital Markets Act focused on ending monopolistic practices of tech giants and the Digital Services Act which toughens the scrutiny and consequences for platforms when they host banned content. They're basically trying to force big tech into censoring us. They want to censor the truth because they can't get the truth. The, the problem is, is that there's too much truth out there for them. I know. And they're trying to combat it with their propaganda and their propaganda isn't working. The truth is still being spread. And so this is um, a result of that. And this is their solution. They're just like, and so they're trying to force tech companies into censoring information for them. So like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all of these platforms yep. where, true, where people you spread the truth. And I, I think you're just going to see that it's going to become harder and harder and harder. And we're going to need these alternative platforms to do this, you know, and it's a good, it's, you know, I don't think it's unrealistic to say, you know, if um, Rumble refuses to censor content, that they're like, Rumble is banned in Europe, or Rumble is banned yeah. here, or it's banned there, and they're going to try to stop that spread of information by any means necessary. Yeah, people are just going to go around it, though, with VPNs. Yeah, absolutely. They'd be like, okay, go ahead, ban it in this country. I All of a sudden, my IP address is in Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Venezuelan. Uh, yeah, so not good. We'll see what, what goes on. Sri Lanka admits bankruptcy, warns of crisis through 2023. <laughs> no kidding. 2023, yeah. Probably should say 2027. Um, right? Yeah, so Sri Lanka... They're like, yeah, this is bad. It's going to be bad for a long time. No surprises there. 
Well, I think they've even started, um, I read an article that said that they were rationing gas mm -hmm. to um, essential, what they considered essential businesses. And so if your business was not considered essential, you weren't allowed gas. Yeah. So you weren't allowed to open your business. So it's that's bad. the level of things that are happening over there. Yeah. You want to take the next one? There's actually a couple stories that relate to this. I'm trying to find the other one. Okay. Uh, 1.7 million locked down in China's Anhui province. China placed 1.7 million people under lockdown in central Anhui province, where authorities reported nearly 300 new cases Monday and the latest of a string of outbreaks testing Beijing's no-tolerance approach to COVID. So 1.7 million people over 300. That is like less than 1%, like it's almost nothing. The country is the last major economy wedded to a zero COVID strategy, responding to all cases with strict isolation orders and tough testing campaigns. The outbreak in Anhui, where officials first found hundreds of cases last week, comes as the Chinese economy begins to rebound from months long lockdown in Shanghai and disruptive COVID restrictions in the capital Beijing. Two countries in the province, Xijiang and Lingbi announced lockdowns last week with more than 1.7 million residents only permitted to leave their homes if they are getting tested. Footage from state broadcaster CCTV showed empty streets in Xijiang over the weekend and people lining up for their sixth round of mass testing in recent days. Here we go. Province reported 287 new infections on Monday, including 258 people who had no symptoms, according to China's National Health Commission. Wow. And the total cases found to just over a thousand. So, you know, we all know that these PCR tests that they're using are completely bogus. bogus. You get false positives all the time. Um, there's no possible way that. And I think, you know, kind of going back to the previous conversation we had about the multiple heads of the Hydra in China, I think this is that evil section of it, you know, Definitely. that wants so. to bring China to its knees economically, um, just like the rest of the Western world. Yeah, so that's 1.7 so, million people on lockdown again. Sorry, did you have a... Nope. So, uh, we, also, we also see reported by The Guardian, China imposes COVID lockdown on Xi'an after a handful of cases. Zero COVID strategy shuts down north central city of 13 million following 18 reported cases of Omicron. 13 million people so, and 18 cases. Yeah, so I see here. That's point, like 0.0001%. <clears throat> I mean, ridiculous. China lockdown 2022. Um, at 2022 underscore lockdown on Twitter said that 11 Chinese cities restrict, restrict local movement. These measures affect regions that account for about 14.9% of China's GDP, up up from 10.1% a week earlier. So they're ramping up their lockdowns. Interesting timing. What happened last time China locked down? Oh, yeah, the 2020 uh, fake news disaster and right. tyrannical abuse. Yep. So just in time, China. Yeah, unbelievable. Watch them keep turning up that knob, uh, slowly turn up the heat on the frogs until mm -hmm. they're boiling. Yeah. Okay. I thought we should do an honorable mention on this next one. 
Um, we saw over the weekend that the British Army's Twitter and YouTube accounts were hacked. They were then restored. I just found it to be a good thing to take a little mental note on. I am concerned with this type of thing because, as just as I was two years ago, when we saw similar hacks happening, people could take advantage of this. You have AI that can make it look like people are speaking who aren't actually saying things that are they appear to. Uh, this could cause false flags. This could cause mass hysteria and panic and these kinds of things. If somebody hacks the right account and posts something that seems yeah. real, it's very, very disastrous. So This we have is to be interesting, careful. though, because it did happen. Now that I think back on it, it was about six months-ish before the 2020 election when there were multiple reports of government accounts being hacked. Remember when all of those celebrities got hacked? Yes. And so I wonder if that's next. We'll have to we'll have to keep a mental note to look out for that because um coincidence. It, it no. seems to me that it follows a pattern, right? That worked for them before. And then if they start ramping up the false flags when it comes to the hacking, right? And yeah. we can't did they really get hacked? I mean, is this something that they did themselves and they're saying it's a hack or really was it right. a legitimate hack? I mean, I don't think there's any way of truly knowing that all we can know is what they're telling us. Right. Who did it? Is it a bad But if actor? we start seeing yeah. more of this ramping up going into the midterms, yeah, can we kind of correlate the two together? You know, what happened in 2020 with what is going to happen in 2022? You know, it's... Um, they... They could do some evil stuff with that. Um, yeah, it's curious. I wonder who's doing the hacking. I bet it's some government. I bet agency. you gets blamed on Russia. <laughs> yeah, whoever it is, it's going to be blamed on Russia by the mainstream media. Yeah, oh it's always Russia. <laughs> Russia is the only country in the world that hacks other countries. Like no other countries do that. So if you think that, you're wrong. Yeah, and you're a conspiracy theorist. And you're yeah. radical. And you're invalid. Just cancel yourself. And you know. you're bigoted. Right. You're bigoted racist. <laughs> it's the Russians. Tell you what, folks. The mainstream media isn't going to report on this. Why? Too much truth. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I absolutely love it. You want to go re want to read this for me? Sure. For after after politicians' decision to close dozens of farms and cattle ranches to reduce nitrogen to comply with absurd EU regulations on nitrogen pollution, the angry Dutch farmers have issued an ultimatum threatening to block the country's airports, ports, and distribution centers. <coughs> Excuse me. I saw a lot of stuff on this over the weekend, and there was one report that. They were actually a uh, taking manure trucks yep. and spraying manure on members of parliament's homes. Yep, and dumping big-ass bales of hay in the streets. Yes, and blocking roadways. I mean, this is like the Canadian trucker convoy 2.0 Dutch style. <laughs> where, it, you know, I mean, it literally involves, you know spraying shit on politicians i mean how much how much more obvious can you get hey you're a shitty politician <laughs> literally yeah literally so there's another photo 
It was brilliant. Look yeah. at all them tractors. Oh, yeah. It's, um, people are done. You know, people are done falling for this bullshit propaganda, this bullshit climate change. And um, Nate wants to know where he can get his shit sprayer. <laughs> Tractor supply? <laughs> Call the manure spreader. I mean, yeah, talk you to can, your local farmer. I'm sure they got. Connects. I'm sure you can, you know, figure out some way of, you know, jury rigging it to do what you want. But, you know. Be creative. <laughs> Build something innovative. Um, yeah, it's, you know, good. I'm glad to see that it's, people are standing up and saying enough is enough. And, well, here's you know, I would, I would admit a little bit of personal pride in this because I am a quarter Dutch. Ah. So I'm like, yay, my ancestors are, I'm like, you finally hear something that the Dutch are doing, right? Because <laughs> usually you hear nothing about them. Well, I don't know if people knew this, but uh they produce a crap load of food there i think like second to the united states and wow. so um this is huge this is really huge and the farmers are protesting uh mm -hmm. opposing the lock opposing the destruction of their agricultural infrastructure by their government just like biden's doing they're doing it in these other allied countries why are they destroying their countries they're trying to kill everybody apparently it seems well the and thing about it too is is that nitrogen is necessary for life like you need nitrogen and they're trying to ban it because i think like josh says they're trying to terraform the earth maybe but look at already the effects of these protests oh yeah dutch supermarkets today no food this could happen anywhere quickly. Yep. You're talking within days, within yep. two days, this could be the market around the corner from your house. Yep. It's all it takes. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's it, And if you don't think that this can come to the U.S., think again. Because I guarantee you that the people in the Netherlands... No boss beam? Um, Sorry. Um, didn't think that this could come to them either. That'll never happen here. People are all over Europe. That'll never happen here. We're not going to have a food crisis. We're not going to have an energy crisis. I mean, that's... You know, I, I will say this. If you're not positioning yourself to be able to provide your family with the fruits and vegetables that you need not getting them from the grocery store, you might want to think about it. Yeah. Because, you know what? If you're growing a garden and the grocery stores run out of food, you are going to care. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot to be self-sustainable, but every step you take increases your odds exponentially. I mean, there may be things that you can't get. Of course, you can't you can't do everything. That's what the importance of community. That's when the importance of community comes into play. Andrea has tomatoes. I have garlic. Let's both make some good sauce and do a little trade. <laughs> you know, yeah. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, hey, I've made salsa. Can I have some of your spaghetti sauce? <laughs> Whatever. You um, and, so. the, and there are going to be things that you have to give up, right? Like, what's the realistic, you know, side of, you know, you're not going to be able to go to the grocery store and buy fresh mangoes, right? I mean, you're not, you're not going to be able to grow your own mango unless you live in a tropical area, someplace like Montana. Forget it. I ain't growing mangoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, it, it's just mm-hmm. kind of one of those things that they're going to be things that you have to give up. You mangoes know, those are so good. I know I love them. Um, or they're going to be seasonal. You know, if you want apples and you can't get apples at the grocery store, guess what? You're only going to have apples um, <sighs> during the summertime when. I don't want to be like, I had a mango one time, and the kids are like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? What is that? What is that? Oh, What's it taste like? So <laughs> right? So sad. I know. Oh, fuck. It, it's just crazy. Oh, it's such a dark thought. Um, great advice, though. You guys do everything you can. Yep. I've seen a lot of really fantastic gardens going on on the social red pill props to all you out there working your asses off and uh doing the work and learning and or you're maybe you're experienced and you do it every year but really cool stuff i love seeing it um really fantastic. i haven't posted pictures of my garden in a while we're working on some things and changing some things up and that's how it be for sometimes. all of those out there that uh we decided to try our hand at hydroponics this year for all of those that are interested in hydroponics let me just tell you it's very expensive. <laughs> so if you're going to do it, research the way to do it most uh, beneficially for, you know, economic purposes, because um, it, it, it it's is pricey. Yeah, it's very pricey. So we're looking at making some changes to our garden um, and stuff. Fortunately, our, our plants are all still alive and they're growing, but um, yeah. You'll have to catch me up on that one. Yep. Very interesting. Discovered that uh, water is expensive and dirt is not as expensive. <laughs> oh. Yes. That's how they get you. Yes. Uh, lastly here on the world news front norway has warned that gas exports to the uk could be shut off this weekend if a workers strike escalates wow uh huge gas problems globally that we're seeing and this is natural gas just so everybody knows Right. Putin has gas, but everywhere else. <laughs> right. Yeah, because this is this is the energy crisis. This is a, you know, we're not talking gasoline like your cars and stuff. We're not talking transportation. We're talking um, heating and cooling and energy. Yeah, you know, like the kind of stuff you need to make it through winter. That's all. A lot of people have, you know, gas stoves in their home that they need to cook on. So, and if you don't have gas you don't cook. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if you have an electric stove, um, well, you're probably fine unless you know the power company. The grid goes down. I wouldn't bet on either one in these times. I want. I actually it would be definitely beneficial to get a wood stove. Yeah, one of the things on my list, high up on the list, is a wood stove. Those I think are very they, expensive. they're yeah, but. 
I think it's a crucial element to surviving a winter. It's a very good rudimentary technology that's simple for anyone to use. You could cook on it, you could heat your house, all this kind of stuff. Right now in Germany, I saw this last week, they have a huge shortage of these stoves because people are cold and they're buying them up. If you need a wood stove, if there's a potential for there to be a power outage, if you have cold winters, get a little wood stove and store it. Even if it, oh, my wife doesn't want me to get a wood stove. Get it anyway. Store it. When she's cold, hey, I have a wood stove and she'll love you. Just get it. Just do it. <laughs> you can still be the savior. That's, that's what I'm doing. She'd be like, yay, I love you forever. I don't want a wood stove in our house. All right, I'll put it in my shed. I'll put it in my man cave. Yeah. And then she's serious. like, can I come in here and stay warm? <laughs> You're like, no, get back to the house. You didn't freezing. want it. You didn't, you didn't want, want it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's I'm great. We have a little bitty one that in a pinch would, you know, do a little um, bit goes a long way. Uh, seriously. Yes. If, but we are looking at a, a ginormous. Oh yes. That's what I want. I want, I want it. I want one so bad. I'm going to get one and I'm going to do what I said. I'm going to store it. Um, but I'd like to install it in the house. Mm-hmm. Ideally cook on yep. it use it to heat yeah the tom, tom got one picked out for us and he's like how about this one i was like oh that's great i'm like how much does it cost and i'm like oh <laughs> i'm like we're gonna have to save up for that <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna have the hookups too i'm gonna be ready all i gotta do is drill a hole and hook it up and it's in the house it's it it's over but I'm, I'm gonna have everything ready to go because that transition luckily i don't have that crazy of weather but i still want it i still want it uh you know doesn't take much to die from hypothermia. Nope. Anyway. Especially um, if you live in the north. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, on the coast, I'm pretty good. Yeah. But you're, I mean, you're about to get right back into winter already here pretty soon. Don't you be talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You'll be nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's kind of true, though. It took me July. (laughs) I got until at least September. (laughs) Maybe October. Oh, lordy. It definitely does kind of, you know, I don't know. It goes fast. Yeah. All right. Um, Do you want to get into health? There's a lot of really terrible health stuff here. Um, I don't know how much time you want to spend on this. Not a ton because it's so depressing. All right, you want to lead the way? <laughs> I'll follow you into the depths and darkness of the All right. creepy health world, and then we'll close with the CERN situation that everybody's concerned with. Yes, exactly. We did remember to put that in. Okay, so uh, this is a tweet, and it says, First, I want to clarify I'm not an anti vaxxer but I will never know if this was caused by the shock. My mom had Pfizer months ago. She has been suffering from what she describes as pain plus burning feeling plus itch inside her skin, all over her body. CT scans, x-rays, and blood work to check all organs were good. Doctors say symptoms sound like shingles was activated. We will never know if it was the shot, but she never had this before. 
Um, We're seeing this all over the place. Shingles is emerging. And and the funny thing is, is that they're even having shingles outbreaks in younger people. And shingles doesn't typically happen um, until... So anytime, basically, my understanding, and I'm not a doctor, my understanding is that shingles is the adult version of chickenpox, basically. So chickenpox is what children get. um, Shingles is what adults get. And typically you're not in any danger of suffering from shingles until you're over 50. Hmm. So like they, you know, if you go back 10 years or five years, they are not pushing shingle shots on people that are under 50 years old. Hmm. Um, but now you're starting to see shingles developing in people at younger and younger ages, um, 30s, 40s, 20s. Shots are working. Yeah. So That's what that is, I bet. Um but I have a feeling that this is also tied to the monkeypox thing, mm-hmm. too. You know, I think there's a possibility that because they're both pox, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how they're testing them, so maybe I'm wrong. It's probably some but, scam. Um, chicken pox, monkey pox, um, oh, they're yeah. both going to, you're going to end up with itchy blisters and stuff like that. So maybe it, really what it is is people are getting shingles. Possibly. I've heard this theory. Uh, whatever it is, oatmeal baths. Yes. I guess. Healthy immune system. For sure. But I guess if you're jabbed, then you don't have a healthy immune system. Unfortunately. 54 NIH scientists reportedly fired or resigned during espionage probe. The National Institute of Health is the NIH. The the National Institutes of Health said that dozens of scientists have been fired or resigned during the Trump administration's probe into espionage in U.S. laboratories and universities. And the majority had links to a Chinese institution, according to a report. Holy... So I think I do kind of remember this. So that looks like that article was from 2020. Oh, what? Yeah, June 17th, 2020. Oh, I was going to say... No shit. Um, I do remember that there were some Chinese operatives that were arrested. Yep. Um, working in American universities and stuff like this. So I think that this kind of goes back to that. Yeah. For it, and we've talked about this, the Thousand uh-huh. Talents program. So, you know, it, it's... I started seeing reports, or I started over the weekend, I started seeing reports that said that there's been documents that were leaked. Yeah. That said that, and I I don't know that this has been corroborated, I'm just throwing it out there as something that I saw. Okay. But there are documents showing that COVID-19 didn't actually leak from a Wuhan lab, it actually came from an American laboratory in America. And that this is where it actually came from. It was leaked from. I don't know. I don't have any way of substantiating that or proving it. Um, it's just, I haven't looked it through. I haven't dug into it too much just because it was something I saw over the weekend. Well, didn't um, it originate here and then it got transferred over there and then released? Right. But so. now they're saying that it was actually leaked from the United States. I see. Okay. I would so, uh, not doubt it. There's definitely labs and who knows what the heck's going on there. And then they have... We had that uh, case of the, um, what was it that they found the vials of? That very deadly disease? Oh, um. 
I, I want to say smallpox. I think maybe it was smallpox and They're polio. Like, Oops. Yeah. Oops. Oh my gosh. And it was in a lab it wasn't supposed to be in. Right. Because there were only supposed to be two labs that had it in the United States, and this one was, was not one of those labs. Yeah. Um, who knows what happened? The fake news certainly. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Uh, did a good job of muddying the waters when it comes to the truth around this uh, war on health. This mm-hmm. next story kind of blew my mind, and I just want to show you guys this baloney. Researchers develop a COVID computer to speed up diagnosis. Wow. Um, <laughs> this is an AI tool that AI- can apparently detect COVID-19. AI allows for the rapid screening and effective monitoring of COVID cases on a large scale, uh, reducing the burden on doctors. Researcher, um, hold on, they talk about, here, yeah. Research focuses on the automatic diagnosis of COVID-19 based on random graph neural networks. What? The results showed that our method can find the suspicious, suspicious region in the chest images automatically and make accurate predictions based on the representations, said Yudong Zhang, professor of knowledge discovery and machine learning at the Varsity. The accuracy is... Something like to the tune of ninety something percent, if I remember. I think is what I saw in there. Oh, ninety-seven point eight six percent. Okay. Okay. They are claiming that they could tell you you have COVID based on pictures of your chest region, which I assume would be like X-rays and these kinds of things. Yeah, like uh, chest X-rays. Or maybe CAT scans, or who knows what they're doing. But some imagery of your chest is telling the AI if you have COVID or not excuse me they're looking at the symptoms and diagnosing you with covid what if i have influenza what if i have something else that has the same um Mm -hmm. symptoms hello this is bullshit baloney that's what it is bullshit alert bullshit alert fake news don't believe it they're gonna hook you up to the machine and they're gonna say oh you have it you've got covid everybody's got covid you know it's funny because every time somebody gets sick Right now, and this is the part that makes me crazy. Every time somebody gets sick with anything, they immediately go down, they get tested for COVID. They're like, oh, yep, I've got COVID. And I'm like, stop getting tested. That's my thing, too. And then the people that are around them that have no symptoms, aren't sick at all, are getting tested. They're like, oh, my God, I've got COVID, too. It's like, stop getting tested. Okay. Yeah. It's like... I have never, not even once, ever been tested. I've been sick a couple of times. It might have been COVID. might have been a cold. Hell, I don't know. I treated it the same. Um, You know, if something didn't work, I tried something else. I upped my diet, my vitamins. I took care of myself. I rested. I ate right. I drank plenty of fluids. Um, I did the things that I normally do when I get sick. You didn't have to virtue signal and put a mask on. I, and I, I didn't know. Make a I went out post and on if social it was, media about it. Sorry. Right? I went on the nice days. I went and I sat outside in the sunshine. Yeah, perfect. You know, and as long as you're, I, not, as long as you're not shooting up that those sun rays, like some conspiracy theorists. I know, right? 
Um, so, you know, it's just stupid. I never, I've never gotten tested. I honestly don't know if I've ever had COVID or not because I've never gotten tested for it. I really don't give a shit because it didn't matter what I had. I got over it. That's like and I'm, same story. I'm not going to wear a stupid mask. Yeah. And guess what? I lived with my husband just fine. We sleep in the same bed. He didn't get sick. It's like, yeah, I've, you know, I've had that same experience. One of my roommates sick sick as a dog tell why are you wearing a mask take that shit off breathe you need to get the fresh air enjoy your day i'm doing this for you i'm like don't do it for me i don't want you to do it for me did i get sick no i've hung out with people who are sick yep don't matter i don't care i don't care i'm not saying to do that especially if you're immunocompromised or anything but people this is normal okay yeah they're probably releasing diseases and all this kind of thing but they're trying to scare the shit out of you Fear is bad for your immune system. Yes, exactly. It is because it lowers your immune system and stress will lower your immune system. And, um, you know, I'm not saying go tend to, you know, if you know somebody's sick, go intentionally hang out with them. But But, but you don't have to move out of your house, right? You don't have to quarantine your family members in a separate room by the. Now, I have done that before. Cover your breathing. My my cousin or my husband had uh, the flu, right? I slept on the couch or in the spare bedroom or wherever because I'm sure. like I don't have flu. Right. You know, nobody's nobody's gonna take care of me if I'm sick, right? Like, my son was three at the time. He's not capable of taking care of a sick mom, and my husband was gonna go back to work after he got done being sick. So, um, you know that, and I was like, stay away from me. But that's just um, like how it's always been when people were yeah. sick. Oh, I have the flu. Hey, grandma, don't come over. I have the flu. Oh, okay, honey. Big whoop. Exactly. End of story. What the fuck? Yeah, right? I know. I wasn't like, move out! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody hug grandma for four years. Fuck. Yeah. You're so crazy. Bad. I'm going to save this video for tonight's show. All right. Surprise for tonight's uh, show. And then... Uh, the I don't Lord. have too much to talk about as far as the Hadron Collider goes. Yeah? Um, they started it up? They did. They started it up... Um, and it is running at basically two times the power that it was before. Um, it's they've increased 1.6 billion collisions a second, I guess. Yeah, they've increased their data output by 10 times. And then they're getting all the data sent out to other scientists around the world in a more timely fashion. They're saying, we're going to be able to discover so much more stuff more quickly in theory. And um, it's creepy. Um, because... It is. The one thing that I thought was really interesting, though, yeah, is it says among the Large Hadron Collider's nine experiments is ALICE, yes. which probes the matter that existed in the first 10 microseconds after the Big Bang, Alice. and LHCF, which uses the collisions to stimulate cosmic rays. After this run, the collider will come back in 2029, so it's supposed to be running for four years, the next four years, which puts us into 2026. Um, it's going to go offline for three years and then come back in 2029. It's the high luminosity LHC, increasing the number of detectable events by a factor of 10. Beyond that, the scientists are planning a future circular collider, a 100-kilometer ring that aims to reach energies of a whopping 100 100 trillion electron volts. I wonder how I'm much, like, holy crap. How much bigger is that? I'd have to do more research, but that's 
crazy. Um, and it the is creepy thing about this. Big. The creepy thing about this is. I think right now we're sitting at 17 kilometers long, oh. is, or maybe at 17 miles. I'm not sure. Somewhere around, right around in there. I know that there's a difference in the numbers. That's wild. It's kilometers or miles. Yeah. Why did they do that creepy ceremony at the opening? Oh, my gosh. I think, and, and this is just the conspiracy theory part of me, I think they're punching holes in different dimensions. They're doing something. And also they have a statue of Shiva. Then there was that weird ritual they did outside one of their yes. things one time that the mainstream was like, it was just a prank. Ha, <laughs> a satanic prank. We're so silly, right? Come on. It's creepy. It's ritualistic. It's magic riddled creepy stuff. Um, what are they doing? I have no idea. They're doing all of this in the name of science. And, I, you know, I have to look at this and go, I wonder if this has anything to do with the jabs. Because we know, that we know for a fact that there are metal nanoparticles in these jabs. And you're talking about a nuclear reactor. I don't think it's a nuclear reactor. Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. I guess it's considered a nuclear reaction? It, it is. Oh, it says, because they're colliding uh, particles? Yes. Okay. So it well, actually says it in here somewhere. I don't know. Interesting. But, okay. I, I'm just a layman when it comes to this, so I learned something new today. I cool. learned something. I didn't know it was considered a nuclear reactor, too, until I started digging into this a little bit this weekend. Awesome. So I learned something new, too. I did watch but, some of their live this morning. I've been up since about, like, 5.45 a.m. Oh, my gosh. West Coast time. I had a hard time getting out of bed at 6.30 I think it was actually seven when I got because I was like, I don't want to get up. So anyway, CERN is weird. It's creepy. I don't think they're doing anything good with it. And I definitely don't think that this is, oh, it's all about physics and we're learning how the universe was created. No. I don't trust it. I don't trust it, Alice. And yeah. They're like, all those sensors and the accuracy needed to do this I think this is, uh, call me crazy, I think this is pseudoscience. Hold on, I just thought of something. Yeah. What are we in? We're in Wonderland. Alice? I know. In Wonderland. I know. I'm like, seriously? (laughs) They tell us what they're going to do, right? I mean, yes, I will admit I am a conspiracy theorist at heart. I'm skeptical. Or maybe I'm man. a conspiracy realist. Oh, I don't shit. know what you want to call me. You know what? We've been validated enough times. I don't think there's any shame in that. And it's something no. weird. Let's get real. There has to be something weird about it. Because look at the ceremonies and the satanic rituals and the weirdness around it. And then their yeah, support. They're, they're totally deep state ridden. Uh, when I was watching the live this morning... They had one speaker with their mic. Everyone behind them all had their masks on until they popped the champagne, and then everyone takes their mask. It's a fucking clown show. It's an they're yeah. actors. It's bullshit. Everybody put your mask on for the camera, and yeah. it's it's sheep. It's deep state crazy creepiness. There's a lot of theories yeah. floating around out there. I appreciate everybody posting online on the app and stuff what you think's going on. I don't know. Yeah, share your thoughts because I'm on, I'm honestly interested to hear what your guys' thoughts are because mm-hmm. I've got I, I've ran my head's run in circles all weekend long thinking about this thing and what the possibility is. I've you know heard everything from demons to parallel dimensions, portals, and but portals, and I you know I've heard. I don't know, know. I don't think so. I don't know though. 
I don't know. I think. I mean, anything is possible. Yeah, I've asked Josh about it on multiple occasions, probably on live as well, and his thoughts are kind of along the lines of something like, "I don't think those conspiracies hold water. I don't know if it's a big player in this type of thing situation. I don't think. Uh, I think that's a, sort of his position." If I well, and correctly. we can't because we're just assume, we're making assumptions. At this of point. course, and so and there's no there's no proof of any of it. No. So. Um, all we can take at face value is the fact that they're, you know, I, I think that they really are doing what they're doing as far <sighs> as taking particles and flinging them together I, like that and making them explode. But I think their data, look, I really want to stress this point. It is manipulated. As soon as they get it, they reduce it, they throw data out, they sift through it, they run it through shit, and then they have this manipulated data. But... So not only do they have that, which is regulated, I'm sure they can only modify the data in certain ways by so much based on certain principles, whatever. That's required based on interpreting data per how science works. I've dealt with things that do this. But I think that they're... And I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'll just lay that out there right now. I'm a layman, but I've worked with metrology and precise measurements I would love to learn more about their measurement system because to me, this is like out of reach of what we're capable of. And I think that they're, I think that it's kind of pseudosciencey when they get to their conclusions and they look at, they look at their sensor data on the particles going through and what they think they are and this kind of thing. I think I really would like to know exactly what they're looking at and i bet there's a lot of flaws in their science because i'll tell you what science is corrupt yes it is engineering is corrupt big businesses are corrupt anybody who's getting millions and billions of dollars for their stuff is 100 percent corrupt so what's actually going on i have no idea <clears throat> but i don't like it i don't trust it and i don't believe that it's accurate data i think it's bullshit manipulated uh, for the fucking TV. Look at the production they yep. had, for fuck's sake. Oh, I know. It's oh, ridiculous. That's just my thoughts. Yep. No, I agree. So. I don't believe it for one second. Uh, okay. All right. I think that's all we got. Yeah. Holy crap. We tried to do an hour show, and they're just, I think, they're to an hour and a half. We're just, we have so much. Pretty, well, at least we're consistent. <laughs> at least we're consistent. Yeah, you guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Andrea, do you have any final thoughts on all this stuff? And, uh, Maybe just something to leave everybody with for their the rest of their day. We got a long day ahead of us. We do. You know, I just say, regardless of what happens, you know, take life by the by the horns and lead your best life. You know, who cares what other people do? Who cares what other people want? Um, live your best life. That's my advice. Hell yeah. Well, I'll, I'm going to take that advice from you too. Um, love it. Yeah. Thank you. You guys, thanks for joining. Uh, just an update on what's going on here. If you were on socialredpill.com, then you know that Joshua Reed will be away tonight. He's traveling home from New York State. Um, so Andrea and I will be covering tonight's Daily Dose, right, Andrea? Yep. And then um, we'll bring you the Daily Dose tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific on all of these channels. Channels. And tomorrow morning we'll have an episode, another episode of Morning Coffee. And Tuesday, Wednesday night, uh, tomorrow night, Josh may be calling into the Daily Dose, but I will be hosting, co-hosting as well. So we'll see, though. That is still pending, but that seems to be possibly the plan. 
We will let you know, though, and uh, you guys will see you tonight with that show. Please join. Also, yeah. I just wanted to throw out there real quick. The uh, after chat that usually happens on Tuesday night is being moved till Thursday. Thank you. Yes, the after chat with Josh, the Q&A after the Daily Dose will be Thursday. Thank you, Andrea. Yeah. I totally forgot. And really quick, you guys, I wanted to say thank you to Love to Beach, who's celebrating a nine-month subscription streak on uh, DLive. That is fantastic. Nine months. Holy cow. Thank you for your support. Love to Beach. And Patriotic Pisces, four-month substreak. She's been a part of the Red Pill family uh, for much, much longer than that. Thank you so much, Patriotic Pisces. I appreciate your support. Yes. Uh, we love you out there. Good to see you. Um, everybody else, thank you so much. I see all your chats. You guys are awesome. Uh, you all rock uh, from everywhere across the board. If you're on Rumble, please hit those plus signs and leave a comment. Let us know how you enjoyed the show or your thoughts and opinions on the things we covered or something that you think you know you want to put in our radar. That's totally cool to put in there as well. Um and thank you for joining over there on Pilled and Foxhole. We have Inner Geomatrix going in there. I, I haven't been able to keep up with all the comments, but appreciate it. Bushit. Yes, I agree. Thank you, Inner Geomatrix, for joining us this morning. Hope to see you soon. Um, thank you all for making Red Pill Project part of your daily routine and getting your news from decentralized media and being skeptical of the big mainstream buffoons who think that they're better than everyone else, but they're not. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants this morning, Andrea. <laughs> it was all right. We all do that. They are buffoons. Let's be honest. I could say giant propaganda machine. <laughs> I'm being polite when I say buffoons. All right. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> Oh, anyway, thank you all. We'll be back again soon. Everybody have a great day. Thank you. Take care. Bye, guys.